0: Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 Therefore laying aside falsehood Speak truth, each one of you with his neighbor For we are members of one another For his name's sake Prescribe truth, we are giving you what the doctor ordered Jamal Bandy, apologist, the Lord's servant We are it, but Christ changed our mind frame In a world full of errors The only thing the doctor prescribes is truth Welcome back, everybody, to Prescribe Truth Podcast. I'm Jamal Bandy, the one who seeks to distribute the truth. That the doctor prescribes to the church and the world today, also a part of the Christian podcast community. If you'd like to contact me, you can do so by emailing me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com or you can call me at 801-980-6333. If you want to know more about prescribed truth, please visit the website at prescribedtruth.com. On today's episode, I'm so thankful to be before you guys once again. A little day, well, I'm a day late. Um then well later than usual. So I do apologize for that, but I am excited to be um here to, that you've lend me your ears one more time. And so thank you to all those who listen to the podcast and subscribed. I really do appreciate you. For those who download as well. Um I want to discuss context. That's right, context. Um The importance of context well, with a particular scripture, this gets get right back in, just get right into it revelation twelve eleven and um this is one of those verses that I hear misquoted a lot of times um for most people in the charismatic circles when it comes to God working miracles in their lives and bringing them prosperity and so on and so forth. This is where I hear it used the most. And in this day the the scripture is quoted that we have overcome by the power, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We overcome. So we overcome the evil in the world, the devil and so on and so forth. We have uh, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So this is why it's important in charismatic circles when people give their testimonies. You know, they give testimony because this is how we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We overcome. All right. We conquer. We win the battles because of our testimony, how God brought us out, how we were in poverty and the Lord brought us into prosperity, uh, how how I was sick and the Lord made me well. Rarely is this scripture used when discussing the fact that we were dead in sin and it's Jesus gave his life on the cross to bring us to the father as it's, it's rarely used that way rarely used that way but it's interesting is that's how the verse is meant to be used um but without getting too deep let's let's go into the verse i want to read the verse and then we're going to read the context we're going to start from um well, i think it's important to start from verse one and read on down past eleven um, you know, for the sake of time, I will try to read a little fast. <laughs> so just bear with me. But I want to read the context because we need to understand what is John trying to communicate through this prophetic word that he got. And so verse 11, it says, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death all right so this is speaking about a particular people this context this context is speaking about a particular people we see they and there and then there's a him they overcame him who was overcome but because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony but who was the they who is the one who who was the ones who overcame him and they did not love their life even when faced with death. So who was faced with death? Because this is the whole context of the verse. These these people were facing death. So when people use this verse to talk about how God brought them in prosperity, were they facing death with their poverty? And it was the blood of the lamb and the word of testimony that overcame poverty, overcame sickness. You know, like this is how this verse is used a lot of times. Now, the reason why I've i sparked an interest in doing this is because on a video I've done recently on my YouTube channel at, at youtube.com forward slash prescribed truth, I did a video um, responding to Todd White um, speaking to a Satanist. The video is titled that he had prayed for a Satanist, but... Yeah, he well, he prayed for him. It just wasn't biblical, you know. And if you're not familiar with who Todd White is, he's a charismatic pastor of a mega church, and he teaches false doctrine, a false gospel. He does not believe Jesus is God. He says Jesus, Jesus, Jesus a lot in his sermons, but he doesn't preach about the real Jesus, the real Jesus of the Bible. All right. Even when it comes to the gospel and and how God saves us, it's not according to Scripture, is what he believes. And so, yeah, so he has a lot of problems and I've gotten a lot of pushback, a lot of slack from people who are Todd White fans. And one particular person said that, well, Todd White was planting a seed, you know, he he was planting a seed and he was, you know, talking about a career path for the Satanists instead of giving him the gospel. And, you know, God was trying to get his attention and we're overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And that is what the person commented. And because I've not because I'm not a stranger to people misusing that verse, I felt it's important to discuss it, you know, just to give context. And so prayerfully that someone will listen to this podcast who um, are used to hearing that verse used the wrong way and may have a better understanding of what the verse is actually trying to communicate to us. All right. So that's the hope. So let's read um, Revelation 12, one starting at verse one. And let's try to get down to verse seventeen. Let's try to get down to verse seventeen, and um, and go from there. All right. Now, keep in mind, Revelation is is a lot of symbolism here. Everything in here is not meant to be taken literal. You know, it's is prof is prophetic. It is it is um signifying something, right? Um, but it's not meant to be taken. Not everything is meant to be taken literal. So you gotta understand that. And so it depends on the context As far as what should be taken literal And what shouldn't be But we're going to read this verse I mean this chapter And we're going to see What should be taken literal When it comes to um, verse 11 Because that is the focus Of this particular podcast episode All right. So now after we read this We will take a small break And we'll come back And we'll discuss it further So let's read it from verse 1 And I'm reading from the NASB And it says A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and on her head a crown of twelve stars. And she was with child and she cried out, being in labor and in pain to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and on his head were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. And she gave birth to a son, a male child who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God so that there she would be nourished for 1260 days. And there was war in heaven. I'm sorry. And yeah, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon, the dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough. And there was no longer a place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. For this reason, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of that great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place, where she was nourished for a time and times and a half a time for the presence of the from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent devoured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened his mouth and drank up the river, which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and behold. I mean, sorry. Who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. All right. So that's the verse. And so, man, it's a lot here. Like, as you listen to this, you have to know the parts that are, should be taken literal and the parts that are just figurative language and just, you know, it's prophetic. It's, give, it's symbolism here. A lot of symbolism here. Talking about real things, right? There's a real reason for this prophetic word, but there's a lot of symbolism here. You know, and so I'm not going to I'm not going to break down this whole chapter, but we're going to be focused on verse 11 and um, and going from there. So we're going to take a quick moment to take a break and we'll be right back to discuss Revelation 12, 11. Are you just watching? Do you enjoy watching movies, the special effects, the interesting characters, the great stories? There's a lot to enjoy that comes out of Hollywood. But sometimes it's best to approach secular media with a healthy dose of critical thinking. Join me, E. Franklin. And Tim Martin. As we discuss our favorite movies. And share critical thinking for the entertained Christian. So visit AreYouJustWatching.com to subscribe. And don't just watch. Hey, I'm Daryl and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here? podcast the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all asked, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Alright, welcome back, welcome back We're finna get started, just jump right on in So we just read Revelation 12, 1-17, um, verse 18 If you read from KJV, it's not gonna be there Not gonna be there, it wasn't added then Anyway, this is not an episode about textual criticism So won't get into that right now But we're at to verse 17, read the chapter, alright And the focus is verse 11 So now as we read this whole chapter As we read the whole chapter, who was the day in verse 11 when verse 11 says, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced to death, faced with death. Who didn't love their life when faced with death? Who were who was the ones who was in danger of losing their life? Right. Who was it and who was the day that overcame? And who is the him? Who was the one who was overcome? Right. Who is all these people? Or when I say people, I mean persons, these persons, these beings, who were they? Is it us? Is this verse speaking about us that we overcame him, that we overcome the dragon and his angels? Because that's what it's speaking about. That's what it's speaking about. Verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night and they overcame him. That's what it says. And they overcame him. But who was at war with the dragon and his angels? It was Michael. And his angels. That's, that's, those are who, those are the ones who was at war. But they overcome because of the blood of the Lamb. This goes along with the scripture that talks about how Jesus, how Jesus was already gave his life by the foundation of the world. He was already crucified. He was already sacrificed from the foundation of the world. So this, Jesus was always plan A. He was never plan B. It was always planned for him to give his life. The ending was declared from the beginning, as scripture tells us. And so now if you believe that this verse in being literally taken is dealing with us, like we're the ones who overcome the devil. Well, then that means the devil wasn't thrown down from heaven, along with his angels, the demons, until after Christ came, until after he come and gave his life. Because that's the context here. I mean, look at the look at the timeline you're talking about. The, this loud voice comes up and says, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. But this is after. The dragon and his angels were thrown down from heaven, because there was no more, no more room for them, no place for them there. As the scripture says, there was no place for them there. So they were thrown down and into the earth. So you have to say that that Satan and his angels wasn't thrown down until after Christ came and gave his life on the cross. But that's not the case because Jesus was casting out devils before he sacrificed his life on the cross. Before he did. Now, remember, this is all symbolism, guys. The thing is, we should be careful when we're quoting scripture to match a narrative to match a narrative. Now. If if this verse if this verse was used in a way that wasn't trying to push our testimony as far as what I have done as far as you know I was poor and now I'm rich or I was sick and now I'm well all those things then you know if it wasn't about that if it was truly about the gospel the good news like that's the testimony that we're talking about the word of the art of their testimony because we share the same testimony as the angels just think about that for a moment. I mean, there's a way we could use this verse to for ourselves today because we do share that same testimony. The blood of the lamb has still overcome the devil, right? The devil is still overcome by the blood of the lamb because this is what the text says. It says they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb. So it wasn't the power of the angels, it wasn't that they were so strong to defeat Satan. No, he was already defeated. He was already defeated because of God and the authority of his Christ. It was already done. He was already defeated. So they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. What testimony? Is the testimony because they fought hard and and, village, and vigilantly with the devil? Is that is that is that the testimony? No, the testimony is the testimony of Jesus, who he is, what he's done. The gospel, the good news that was known beforehand, that was known since the beginning of time. That's that's what it was. Verse 17, this is no more. It said, I mean, this is no more about this testimony. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. The angels did. it was their testimony, right? It's still their testimony, even though the testimony is of Jesus, because it's their testimony of Jesus. They're testifying about Jesus. They know about Jesus. Just like us, if we share the gospel, if I share the good news of Jesus, I am testifying. That is my testimony. I am telling someone I'm testifying to someone about Jesus. And Satan is overcome. He has already been overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. But the there in that scripture is talking about those angels. They overcame him we don't overcome the devil let's be clear about something guys the scripture doesn't tell us that we overcome the devil the bible tells us to flee <laughs> not to fight with the devil to flee the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they aren't they aren't we are there is a war raging there is a war raging on but the battle's already won it's already won in christ because of the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony That God, his kingdom and the authority of his Christ have come. That's beautiful. I mean, that's beautiful news. That's good news. This should not be discouraging to someone who has once believed that their testimony, like they're talking about how they came out of this or came out of that is, you know, that shouldn't discourage you because that testimony is not what this verse is talking about should further encourage you because this is actually more about christ it's more christ centered where everything else is self-centered and and it shouldn't be that way it's not self-centered it's christ-centered you know so once again this is all symbolism this is symbolism talking about different things in my mind just giving you my opinion and i could be wrong with my opinion when it comes to the rest of this uh, chapter but when it talks about how the, the serpent like you know throughout threw out water to try to try to drown out the woman and everything else. And then, but the earth sucked the water down, like, you know, like drunk the water down. Like to me, that makes me think about the flood, like from the beginning, like the state. So Satan has been after the seed the whole time from Adam and Eve to the flood to everything else. He's been after the seed figuratively because, because people sinned, right? Adam and Eve sinned, right? Moses, the rest of them sinned. Noah, the rest of the world that was living during Noah's generation, they were sinning, right? But God brought the flood. You know, so it made me think about it. I could be wrong with that. But like I said, this is symbolism. This is why we should be careful with it. It's symbolism, you know? And not everything here is meant to be taken literal. But I just, I do think it's wrong to use that verse that way. It's wrong to use it that way. It's because this this verse can be used all kind of ways. If you take it as saying it's supposed to be just my testimony, that this is how we overcome. And and people, they don't they don't specify like the scripture says they overcame him by because of the blood of the lamb and by the word of the testimony. They say that we have overcome, period. We overcome. So the overcoming is I overcome my trials, I overcome my poverty, I overcome my sickness. Because of the blood of the lamb by the word of the testimony and word of our testimony. But the testimony doesn't ever mean the gospel when it comes out of people's mouths. I mean, when the people who are in these circles, it don't come. It's not talking about the testimony of Jesus as far as the gospel, the good news. It's talking about their situation, their particular specific situation. You know, and this is where I I find fault. So now you may say. You're grasping at straws here. You know, it's not really a big deal. Why take the time? Because when you have when you have a faulty premise and dealing with the context of verses and trying to make them apply, this is why people take a lot of verses out of context and misapply them. This is why people believe that prophets still exist today. Because of because they take verses and they apply them to themselves. They take verses from Ephesians 4, where it talks about how God gave gifts to the church and take it that, oh, he still gave these gifts. So apostles are still existing today, prophets are still existing today. Never mind Paul saying that he was the last apostle. You know, it's stuff like that. You know, so it, it's important. Context is key. Context is key. So remember when you're reading the verse or you're reading scripture. Think, ask yourself the questions that I asked in this episode. Who was the day? In Who was the day? Who was the hymn that's being overcome? Whose testimony? What is this testimony about? Who was given their life? Who was the ones who was, who was, who loved, who didn't love their lives, even when faced to face with death, who was it? And then taking the whole chapter in context, what was John trying to communicate? What was, matter of fact, what was God intending to communicate with John about with this prophecy? What was what was the point? Now, you have to continue to read the book of Revelation for that. But that's the question you should ask before you make an assumption on the text. And so that's just good practice. All right. So I hope this has been helpful for you. If you want to, uh, once again, contact me, you can do so. Email me, please. Email me at truth at gmail.com. And you can text or call me at 801-980-6333. Please leave a comment, leave a review on this podcast. Please let me know what you think about the podcast and things that um, I can do to, to make it things better for you guys. And, um, as far as the timing and anything else, just leave reviews. Let me know what you guys are thinking. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and other than that, please, if you want to support the ministry financially, you can do so by joining with me on Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash prescribed truth for only a dollar more a month. You can support the, um, the distribution, the, the distribution of this podcast. Um, this podcast is being is being sponsored by my patrons. Um, I can't do it without you guys. So those who do give and are listening, thank you so much for your patronage. I really do appreciate you. I really do. So remember This world is full of errors, but the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings.